1: I finished these
2: fights.
0: Give me a hell yeah.
2: Top Rope Nation. Learn to love it. It's the best thing going
1: today. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Top Rope Nation, your source for the best in pro wrestling talk. I'm Ryan Drosty, joined here by Justin Joint and Kyle Ross, and we're here to break down a hell of a week and wwe we got a lot to talk about in the next 45 minutes to an hour so let me kick it right out to you guys what's going on tonight guys tuesday night uh, smackdown is just wrapping How are things going in cleveland ohio kyle ross
0: um i've been drinking and telling people to go out and vote <laughs> everyone listening no matter what side of the aisle you're
1: on you should vote all of you. It doesn't take very long you can vote from home. Make sure to vote in
0: the upcoming midterms. Justin Can I, join- can, I can I offer a caveat? Yes. If you're a Republican don't vote. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to. Be nice. Election if you're a Republican, I just want to make one thing absolutely clear. Election day, Tuesday, November 13th, go out and do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Justin, what's going on over there across town? I,
2: not much i can't top that I mean, let's let's keep rolling here
1: <laughs> all right so if you're hey, if you're a first time listener you're joining us here on youtube hit that subscribe button like the video leave us a comment let us know what you think of the show check out our full archive if you're listening audio wise to the podcast version if you're on itunes hit subscribe leave us a five star leave us a review let us know if you like the show same goes for stitcher radio spotify tune in wherever podcasts are found this is episode 78 of the top rope nation wrestling uh, podcasts. It's it's been a good run we're going to keep this thing rolling so um guys hell of a week like i said uh obviously things kind of started out on a negative note uh, we were texting about this monday night never in a million years would you <clears throat> expect to hear what we heard to start off raw it's one of those times where what happens in the wrestling business you know, we're used to it being a show and then something like that happens and it really hits home. And, uh, man, thoughts go out to Roman reigns, just a, just a terrible, terrible circumstance. I can't wait to see this guy get back. And, uh, we've been big supporters of Roman on this show, even when, when, uh, you know, people have been booing him out of the arenas or half the crowd's been booing. But I think when this guy puts this behind him and he comes back, you're going to see a homecoming. Like we haven't seen in pro wrestling in a long, long time. So, I just kind of want to get your impressions on what you heard. Uh, I know we've kind of talked about this. There's really not a lot left to be said, but uh, anything you guys want to throw out to Roman Reigns or any thoughts, Kyle? Did you guys both see it live? I did not. I actually saw the news
0: first on Twitter and then I watched it. Okay. So Justin, I don't think you, I, you didn't see it live. I know Justin, right?
2: I didn't see it live, but I saw it without knowing what it was going to be. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's very interesting. So, did did you know?
1: I did uh, know. I was I was about okay. twenty minutes behind the live broadcast, and I had just logged on Twitter,
0: and it was all over the top of my. Okay, opinion. it's crazy. Yeah, it, it being football season, you know, I I typically don't watch Raw live, and you know, I'm in this wrestling group on Facebook, and somebody writes, um, you know, that fucking sucks, and I'm like. The hell was and I, I obviously knew it was in reference to wrestling. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Then another buddy messages me something about Roman, and I just go on Twitter, I was like, what, what could possibly be going on right now? And the first thing I, th- I think it was Bix and Span said something like, I just saw the three words Roman has cancer, and I was like, what? And I texted, I was like, this and so I immediately ran downstairs. I told my wife, I'm like, I gotta put on Raw right now. I was DVRing it, and yeah, it was just, um, mm, you feel for the guy because, um, you know, he, he was, he was, I, I felt, you know, he was in a good place, you know, he was where he needed to be professionally. And then for this to happen is, is just terrible. And then obviously, you know, you, you just hope for the best that he's able to beat it and come back. Um, and, you know, I think everyone who kind of questioned Roman Reigns and, you know, I, I, I think those people will now give pause to that. And, um, I think it's fair to say this, you know, you kind of alluded to it, uh, Ryan, when he returns, he will be incredibly well-received. And there's there's almost a sad irony to that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but they've got their uh, Roman Reigns mega babyface now once he comes back. I mean, uh, even saying that, I, I was a little disappointed with the crowd response uh, when he announced this. I... I I don't know if some fans are so jaded that they would think WWE would do something as crass as make an angle out of this. So I don't know if some of them were reserved in that regards. Um, I'm, I've got to think that any of the boo birds for Roman Reigns, who are actually booing him, and not just the fact that you know he got pushed more than they preferred you got to think that this is where they realize, Oh, th- I mean, this guy is just a straight up amazing wrestler, especially, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And especially if you see a lot of the wrestlers tech or, uh, you know, messages of love to Roman Reigns, especially like Kevin Owens, you know, saying this is one of the best guys they've ever worked with in the ring. You know, guys like even AJ styles have said that, and hopefully this opens up some more eyes and that, you, you know, you really got to appreciate what we, what we, had and you know hopefully what we'll have again.
1: Mm -hmm. That was kind of one of the things I always point to to people when they would criticize Reigns is look at what his peers say they all say he's one of the best guys in the business so who are you to disagree you know people who's who really like some of the the top so-called workers you know like AJ Styles and Brian and, and Owens and so on they all rave about this guy and uh yeah it was kind of eerie watching it when I knew what he came out and said and then i was watching it you know behind 20 minutes behind because he did hear the booze when he came out and then the booze as he continued to talk and knowing what he was about to say it made it really awkward watching and sad to watch and then it was like this this hush kind of came over the crowd finally when they finally realized it wasn't part of the show it, it took a
0: second to process but then yeah. you know they totally were like what there was, know, yeah, there
1: were still some dolts in
0: the crowd that were yeah. yelling out stupid shit. But. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, it was pretty minimal. I thought it was actually the live crowd was, you know, by live pro wrestling crowds was, was pretty darn respectful. I mean, this is more about, you know, not just Roman the performer, but Roman the person. Um, obviously, you hope he has the means to, you know, he's beaten it once apparently before. Um, you know, apparently there's an article floating around. Did you guys see this on Twitter? Somebody did an interview with Calvin Johnson. You know, obviously, one of Georgia Tech's most famous football players. Mm-hmm. Um, Where apparently he sort of alluded to this that Roman had leukemia. Hmm. I did not see that, but I okay. I
1: read that. Didn't Roman kind of talk about this on Jericho's podcast a while that back? Okay, that
0: I don't. I never heard the interview. Uh, I was not aware he had any of these health problems. So I don't think yeah, most people. Yeah, yeah no one did. But I mean, you know, so hopefully he has the means to beat it, and then you know, you, you just wish the best for him. And and you know, I think. It's not just, you know, his peers coming out. It's not just reflective of him as a performer. It's obviously reflective of his as a person. Um, he's obviously very well-liked, and that means something. So, um, you know, get better, Roman. Really can't wait to see him. And it was just, um, it's one of those moments, you know, even though I knew it was coming, you still remember it. Like, it still affected me, even though, um, and, and you talked about, Ryan, like, knowing what was coming when you watch it out of the way. Um it's interesting that the announcers did not know. Yeah. They very clearly because Michael Cole, when he came out, he did the usual. It's the big dog. And I'm like, wait, you know, I've been clued into what's about to happen. I'm like, does Michael Cole not know what's about to happen?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that too. And they were very, very emotional when they came back from break as, as you can imagine. Uh So yeah, it's, yeah, you got to think about him as wife. He's got three kids, I believe. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's beat it before, so hopefully we're hoping for a, a, a quick recovery for him and uh, definitely best thoughts out to Roman and what he's going through right now. Can't imagine. So uh, that's one of the big pieces in the news this week. We've got the continuing drama about uh, WWE Crown Jewel
0: on well, the horizon. Should, should we talk about this Ambrose turn real quick because it's it's related? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. there's a discussion that needs to be had. So what was your guys' Twitter timeline like? Mine was very split over. This was either one of the best heel turns they've ever done, or one of the most disgusting promotional tactics they'd ever people had ever seen. Yeah, and, mine, mine was pretty positive.
1: I I did see some criticism, but but pretty positive. I think most people that I was I was following thought it was it was done very well. Now I think if this would have happened out of nowhere when there hasn't been the clues that Dean was going to turn, I think. Maybe we saw even more negativity,
0: but since it's something we were expecting to happen anyways, I don't know. I I thought it was, yeah. It does take, you know, somebody, there was a tweet that I saw that took balls to do tonight. Oh, yeah. And people aren't going to like this answer, but I think it's a fair answer. Um, If someone were to ask me, well, what do you think? Do you think it was appropriate for them to do the Dean Ambrose turn uh, in the shadow of, of Roman making that announcement? Uh my answer is it does not matter what I think. It <laughs> it doesn't. Because so, okay. When you talk about promotions that have kind of used tragedy and tried to draw heat off it, what do you always think about? Well, generally world class comes to mind for me, you know, and the Von Eriks. Um, you know, one of maybe perhaps their most famous show ever, the David Von Eric. Parade of Champions, where Kerry Von Erich did win the NWA title from Ric Flair. What was that built on? Mm -hmm. It was Kerry kind of carrying on the torch for David, who passed away and was supposed to win the NWA title, beating Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, At the same time, um, those tactics wore thin with that audience. You know, there was the famous Fritz faking the heart attack, which (laughs) did not go over well with the audience. So it very much why it doesn't matter what I think moving forward. This is very much about whether the heat is on Dean Ambrose as a heel now or the heat is on the promotion for doing that. And we shall see. The, the whole thing was is it's easy to judge world class because there was no Twitter or podcasts back then. So it's very easy to talk about, oh, that Fritz von Eric heart, heart attack angle was such a disgusting promotional tactic. Well, it's because we're saying that with 15, 20, 25, 30 years of retrospect and we know that business did not – Um go up, you know, it went down. People clearly soured on that product. So from WWE's perspective, I can see them going, you know what? People cheer these heel turns because it's something that happens. People just, we've talked about this before, right? People just like when things happen. Here, it very much elicited emotion. The key is, did it elicit the right kind of emotion? And and we we have to see. I don't think it's fair to judge right now. Um, until we see how this plays out.
2: You you know, it's funny you said, uh, will the heat either be on Dean Ambrose or will it be on the WWE? Uh, That's kind of funny because that's a very Roman Reigns kind of situation considering, you know, what happened at the beginning of the show. And I'm curious, you guys agree that there's no way that that was the original plan that Dean was going to turn heel that
0: night. No, see, that's the interesting thing. They clearly made the call to turn him that night. Now he was going to turn soon. I think Meltzer had floated a report that he was going to turn it survivor series, Mm -hmm. which obviously is not far out, but no, I I think this, this this happened. Management made this and they made the call. They're like, you know what? We're going to use this to do the Ambrose heel turn. No, one's going to see it coming. And you know, we could get legit emotion from this crowd.
1: Yeah, I think if they had explicitly made what happened with Roman, like the impetus for the heel turn, like Dean was calling out Roman doing it, I could maybe have an issue with it. Although yes. e- even then, maybe not. But then I then I can see the problem. But since
0: this is something that's been hinted at for a while, I had no problem. OK, and, and you you brought that up again. And I now. I want to bring this up because people pile on WWE when they do, do this, um, and I'm going to bring up a name that Ryan Drosty does not want to hear: Brett Favre. <laughs> so remember when I'm sure you do when his father, Brett Favre's father, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure most people listening to this know who Brett Favre is, famous quarterback, three Bay backers. Send his, some
1: famous picture messages. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well. It, yeah. Okay. Well, his father passes away. Like. Right before the Monday, what was it like the day before the Monday Night Football game he was supposed to play? Yeah, or still, was it even that day? I, I can't remember, but I remember I don't think it was that day. day, but anyway, okay. Well, John Madden, just to show that this happens outside the WWE. I'm sure you watched that game, Ryan. You're a big, a big American football fan, right? As opposed to the European football. that our, I, did. I, did wa- I did watch that game. Okay, really John Madden. For three hours basically did his version of, by God, he threw that touchdown pass for his father. Yeah. Did he not? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if it's it's going to be interesting how they do this with Dean, because you're right, if they tie it to the Roman thing, you know, I'm not even going to dignify their, their, some of the terrible lines they could do. That's very bad.
2: Well, but see, the way I took it is I think they could, but in a way that that was kind of Dean's breaking point, is as in Roman was the glue of the group and he was the one kind of, he's been the one standing in between him and Seth. I don't think there's any problem in using it that way.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think there was like, people were stunned that they did it. Did you guys think there was a chance? Cause I actually did. I was not that stunned because I guess this is just the way I'm trained to think when Roman makes it, I'm like, okay, they have no, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are they going to do on raw? Cause obviously the shield breakup was the big thing. I'm like, do they scrap it all together? Or I'm like, Oh my God, do they do it like really soon? Do they speed it up? So they obviously chose the latter. Um, But you know, that's probably going to be a big part of raw. And I assume the, the, the Stroman McIntyre feud.
2: I, I was legit stunned, you know, my favorite, you know, part of being a wrestling fan when it literally leaves me with my jaw just hanging there, which is what—that's where I was, and and I I was that way because I thought for sure with how much of a bummer, like literally outside of the Raws after a wrestler passes away, that Roman Reigns segment was one of the saddest I've yeah, ever I mean,
0: watched. I, I mean, a lot of people were like, "How are the." F- Fuck, are we supposed to watch the next three hours?
2: So then you, then you, you go ahead and you think, well, they're going to give us the feel-good moment, especially considering the big, you know, shield hug at the beginning with, yes. you know, Seth, Seth Rollins being especially emotional. And that was um, great. And then, then the fact that they won the titles made me think even more that, well, they're not going to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when, when they did it, you know, my jaw dropped. I was, I was in awe of it. I, I loved it. I thought of it, I would
1: say the first time I thought of it, surprisingly yeah it was right after the embrace after the opening segment and then i thought kind of thought to myself they wouldn't really do that tonight would they so i i i think i think i was still surprised you know the the fan in me did kind of mark out a little bit watching it so um i I was surprised
0: yeah to to put a bow on raw this is my final thought wrestling has always been about eliciting emotion and what's some criticism of modern wrestling well it doesn't it Struggles oftentimes to elicit true emotion. Last night's Raw elicited a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, a lot of it bad. And, you know, it's up to you how you feel about them doing the Dean Ambrose turn that night. Um, Obviously, the Roman thing, it's pretty universally, everyone's very sad. Um, But as far as being surprised that they would do it, (laughs) I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit. This is the same company that, as of a couple days ago, is thinking about running a major show in Saudi Arabia despite a massive international outcry. So nothing surprises me.
1: I'm going to go to that next. But uh, I, I thought after that opening segment, I just wanted to say, man, how would you like to have been Finn Balor? First guy through the curtain oh. after that. That was one of my first responses to the second segment. I mean, yeah, that yeah. would be, that would suck.
2: Yeah.
0: So <laughs> all the power to Finn oh, Balor. Oh, 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 overall, one. I mean, the irony was that was a very, I mean, not just between the, the bookends of the Roman announcement and the Dean turn, there was a lot of stuff they still did with Elias turning baby face. Yeah. I mean, they still did a lot of stuff. It took a while to kind of get going, but it, you know.
1: I got to say, to talk about how great Roman Reigns is, to go from him being the Universal Champion walking into this crown jewel, wherever it may be, to having Strowman versus Lesnar who I still feel Strowman is lacking a lot of momentum right now. Well, they could. this is their chance
0: to get it back.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, But that match right now, man, that just feels really don't care much about that one. And I I was hoping after Raw that maybe McIntyre would be added to it. So um, we'll see.
0: Okay. I mean, we're going to talk. We'll have a chance to talk about this next week. They cannot possibly put the title back on Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. No, I hope not.
1: (laughs) I, I hope not. But yeah, we'll get get to that. We'll have the full Crown Jewel uh, preview next week, which, by the way, if it's even happening next week. So we're going to go right to this. Um, Crown Jewel, as of right now, they haven't said Saudi Arabia on the air in a couple of weeks, but they still reference Crown Jewel. Uh, Still scheduled to be November 2nd. So just uh, less than two weeks away now. Uh, They haven't sold tickets for the show. They delayed that. Uh, reports are out tonight that uh, WWE is scrambling for alternate venues should they decide to move it. And, hey, by the way, by the time you're watching this show, maybe they have moved it because
0: the announcement's uh, supposed to be Wednesday. We're yeah. re- taking you guys behind the curtain, we're recording Tuesday night, so yeah, uh, a lot can change. In it could
1: be to changed by the time you're watching this, but as of right now, as far as we know, they're still doing the show. I still don't see how they could possibly do this. I think the outcries are going to get too loud. Uh, Saudi Arabia is looking worse and worse as the days go on with what happened to this journalist, uh, Jamal Khashoggi. So we will see. Um, WWE is obviously going to be out some money, but this is not a, this is not a company lacking when it comes to money these days, and. Uh, <laughs> A lot of criticism and as they should be receiving a lot of criticism for criticism for this. I don't think you guys are going to disagree. Justin. Do
2: you, do you guys believe the rumor that uh, John Cena is refusing to go?
0: Oh yeah. I believe that. Really?
1: That's, okay. Yeah, then, I do I believe did,
0: that. That seems, like just... a, that seems like an odd thing to float. Like-
2: I, I,
1: him and brian supposedly right
2: like, yeah. i buy the daniel Bryan, but john cena seems like such a company man that you know he's gonna go along with whatever hey, they'd want to do he's such a hollywood star though yeah, that doesn't exactly. want that
1: bad rub from that show you know that i think it's probably along those lines but i believe it and so god if brian doesn't work it there's a wwe title match out of the picture um and still Regardless of all the critics, they're getting criticism from U.S. senators on both sides of the aisle. Kyle, even Republicans.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, f- well. All right. Finish your statement. We um, haven't heard what the I'm president gonna said. Go, I'm going to gonna, it, I'm right? gonna go off.
1: But uh, are you going to talk about the JBL thing? No, because I I wanted to talk about the. JBL. I'm going to
0: talk about the fat idiot who lives at 1600 Pennsylvania. Avenue. Okay. <laughs>
1: all right. So they're getting pressure. A lot of uh, companies have pulled out of Saudi Arabia. WWE has yet to. I got to pull up this quote. From and, your well, buddy in ours, the, JBL,
0: and, and the U.S. pulled out. A, what was that? That financial conference? Oh yeah. you talk um, talking about idiots. That you know, our secretary of the treasury, Steve is Mnuchin, or yeah, Mnuchin yeah, or yeah, who's uh, you know really high on my list. This guy honest. even isn't going there. So uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, JBL uh, earlier today on Tuesday was on uh, busted open radio, and he's been defending WWE going over there. I'm going to read this quote, and and then we're going to talk about it. So he said, "Quote." You want to get something changed, you send sport. Look what happened when Pee Wee Reese put his arm around Jackie Robinson. That did more for racial relations in the United States through sport. That's one of the reasons I would take WWE to Saudi Arabia. And people say, "Ah, they're just trying to make money. They're a business. They should try to make money." But to me, the greater good is you go over there and you show people that it's okay to be from different backgrounds. It's okay to be a woman and compete. They're not competing in Saudi Arabia yet. I think they will, and I think it's a right step forward. And I think that's why it's so important that sport sport changes the world, man. Once you line up beside somebody in sport, you don't care what color they are, what ethnicity they are, what orientation they are. It doesn't matter. Okay, (laughs) this is so simplistic. Okay, Jackie Robinson playing in MLB was in like, what, 1947? While that might have changed some people's views on race relations in the United States, you know how many racial hate crimes happened after 1947? That didn't change shit. Okay, you know what changed something in the United States? The Voting Rights Act in 1965. It takes actual legislation, government action to change things. WWE is not going to change anything by holding a he's pro a wrestling league. show in Saudi Arabia. That is like one of the most outlandish ideas I have ever heard in my life. Well, that they're, hanging,
0: think, they're, they're hanging him out to dry. I think that he's is, it's, it's, gonna,
1: it, completely it's, it's completely w- nuts. W-
0: WWE winds up pulling a change here. You know, I mean, they basically let JBL hang himself up and try. Can, can I pick up on what you just said? Because yeah. I want to take it next level. Yep. Okay. It's funny that what you you just said. You said it takes legislation. Okay. It takes what? Maybe action from the United States government? Yes. Perhaps or governments to have some sort of societal change. I've been pretty consistent in this whole my take uh, when it comes to the U.S. or the part of the WWE Saudi relationship that this is far bigger than the WWE running uh, a show in Saudi Arabia. Now, the paid propaganda part of it is very foul, but the issue is that Saudi Arabia is an ally of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, I have been, I think, pretty critical of that fact on this show many times before when we talked about the first show, the greatest Royal Rumble ever. And I don't look, and this is not to absolve WWE in any way, but I don't look to them for moral leadership. And it's very difficult to look to the WWE, for any, when you have the president of the United States, you know, busting out the old guilty until proven innocent, which now he's been very flim flammy on this whole situation. But, you know, at first I'm like, well, you know, let's play dirty for a second. Not again. Not absolving WWE from anything. If I'm in the WWE, I'm like, and I work for that company. I'm Vince. Vince optics. We got to get out of the show. It would be very easy to do. But but if you want to maintain that relationship with the Saudis, what do you do? Freaking back channel it. Your freaking wife is in the Trump administration. Have the administration tell you you can't do the show. But the administration is yeah. not going to do that. Why? What if the What have we heard? from some of the shittiest people in this country, like Pat Robertson, uh, that this journalist's life, well, you know, it's very terrible what happened to him, but, but you know, that's not worth throwing away, you know, $660 million worth of arms. (laughs) That's motive rule's all in the United States. So how are you going to, you know, yeah, it's. I think it would be as foul a move as the WWE has ever made if they run that show in Saudi Arabia on November the 2nd. Mm -hmm. But... It's difficult to come down extra special hard on the WWE when they're not doing anything that isn't endorsed by the United States government. Now, it will be very interesting to see the response from our government in the next couple of days. That could have an impact. And that ultimately could lead them to – because Trump was pretty critical this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, As critical as he's been. So that could lead them to changing in the next 24 hours. But that's – this goes way beyond the WWE. Oh,
1: Yeah. Definitely, Justin. You got anything you want to add on this?
2: Uh, not really. My my curiosities are more towards uh, the money involved, like the contract. Or do, does WWE have a contract with Saudi? Like for yeah, ten like, years. Ten years. So, like, what happens to that? I mean, can they get in trouble if they back out of it? Like, do they lose money that way? Um, I mean,
0: is the deal dead? I mean, that is interesting. I mean, if they back out of this, is the deal dead? I'm sure I'm sure
1: Trump could give him some guidance on that. I mean, he's backed out of a fair amount of contracts in his day, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sick burn.
1: Um, uh, I don't know. They, I would I would think there's some ways out um for them. It's it's a foreign entity, but uh hey, they're gonna lose some money. I I think the reports showed that first show they got what, like fifty million dollars for greatest role. Well, yeah.
0: th- there's been some debate whether that was for both shows or for just the one. Right.
1: Because like, we're they not- weren't
0: explicit on where that
1: money came from. It was like yes. other in there. Yeah. I think Meltzer,
0: report. I think Meltzer said that we won't learn that until the next quarter report comes out.
1: There was some there was some site saying this week that uh oh they'd lose two or three million if they backed up. There's no they would lose more than two or three million. I can guarantee you that. There's no way they're only getting two or three million dollars for this show.
2: I mean, my guess is they're you know they're paying that much just to Shawn Michaels to come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Otherwise, why would he? Yeah. So, And Lesnar too. Yep. So it'd be interesting to see if they do move the show, what happens with Shawn Michaels.
0: I I, when this when when the stuff really when the news really went south with Saudi Arabia, and by the way, (laughs) WWE for all the JBL for all the change, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll raise you a bone saw about the change going on over there.
1: I just, I I just saw those comments from him, and that is just asinine to think about. Oh, sport did more than anything for race relations. Are you freaking kidding me? Think about all the things that happened after Jackie Robinson, or Emmett Till, or all the famous footage of. of you know the hoses turned on people in the in America or the uh, Edmund Pettus Bridge
0: or, or you know, on that,
1: and on or and on
2: school integration
0: ha- or that thing that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, fifty years ago. Oh wait, oh, that wait. was oh yeah yeah that was yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that was very recently.
2: I, I'd be curious as to what JBL's opinion on uh Kaepernick is. I can about guarantee <laughs> oh, he's opposed man. to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So <laughs> hey, we could talk about this for a long, long time. What's his
0: opinion time. on goose stepping? I wonder. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. But, About 14 years ago or so. Okay. It's funny. When this story broke, I was like, oh, this show's dead. And then when they were digging their heels in, I was like, when, when they removed the Saudi Arabia, I'm like, okay, they're just going to do it somewhere else. They just don't. So I listened, earlier this year, I listened to a couple podcasts on WrestleMania 7. I, both Between the Sheets did one and The Pritchard Show did one. Mm-hmm. I was struggling to remember and I went meant to go back and listen. I don't think on TV, except for the LA market, they ever announced the venue change on TV Hmm. from from the Memorial Coliseum to the LA Sports Arena. And I know that's kind of a weird comparison. Obviously, very different reasons in play. Um, Although WWE will always claim security for WrestleMania 7. But, you know, I I don't... Because I remember watching WrestleMania 7 and I was still kind of young and it didn't quite hit me at the time... I can't remember when I first i was like, wait a minute. Wasn't this supposed to be in a big in the Coliseum? Mm-hmm. You know, I like, it was just kind of like, I watched it. I was like, Oh, I, I guess it. Okay. I guess it, maybe I misunderstood. And it wasn't until like later years, you know, until it was very easy to like read stuff that I kind of found out what happened. But yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, you know, now with, you know, Media being what it is, there's no way that they're going to be able to not announce it and people not find out
1: if they change venue. I want to know if you guys' opinion on Shawn Michaels has changed at all. I, w- I know we've talked about his comeback a couple times on here, but as this story has continued <coughs> to get worse and worse and more gruesome and more gruesome, I just watching him come out there on Raw and knowing he's coming back after eight years solely for the money and where that money's yeah. coming, from, where that money is coming from now, and he's taking that blood money, man. I just feel kind of sick watching him. I don't, I don't know what you guys feel about that.
2: But. I, it doesn't bother me if, if it would have come out like after all of this, then maybe, but I mean, I'm sure he was, uh, signed up, you know, to come back long before any of this came out. Not, not that, you know, there hasn't been some pretty shady things in Saudi's past, but,
1: uh, well, yeah, he was, he was signed up. I'm just saying like, it just feels worse and worse. <laughs> and and then it, you got Shawn Michaels attached to this and his big comeback. And if they don't have the show, does he then back out because he's not getting paid? Well, uh, I, I don't think you could do that, I, oh, man. I, I <laughs> know, I'd
2: That's say it. I'd say the the build and some of the promos have been a lot worse than, than anything. <laughs>
0: you know else. what? So it's funny you mention that. We'll talk about that next week too, because um, we got to get to the Evolution Show, but. Man, I, I'm not digging that program at all. You're right, Justin. I'm, but people are into it though. Like live, like DX, like they brought out the freaking glow sticks. For God, what did we talk about two weeks ago? Those god darn glow
2: sticks. I thought about and, you when I saw that. And they
0: brought them out. I'm like, are you kidding? These stupid ass glow sticks. But people were like, like when they at the top of the show after the Roman announcement, when they said DX is here, the people popped. When they came out, the people popped. Do you guys think it's weird that uh, you got Triple H
1: out there and he's kind of undercutting Kane on everything he's doing? Like Triple H comes out and he's talking about Kane being the mayor and he's going to put on his mask and he's going to waltz out of City Hall. And then you go to this pre recorded segment with The Undertaker and Kane. And they're trying to be very serious with the old school, like early '90s vibe. They're, you know, in the graveyard or the boiler room or wherever, and they're talking very serious. But you just had Triple H out there reminding you that Kane off camera is the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Does that bother you at all, Justin?
2: Yeah, it's it. It really takes the legs out of this entire thing when you 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 remind people that these are just guys in silly costumes. You know, especially referring to Undertaker and and Kane, um, but at the same time, I will say that is a very, uh, uh, you know, early rendition of DX kind of thing to do. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's it's lame, but I guess I get it. I, I I have a bigger problem with it if I cared at all about this program. <laughs> You're going through all this trouble to
1: film these segments, and there's a Triple H who just wipes it off the map with his his segment immediately prior,
0: Kyle. Do we need to go through the history of Triple H promos? <laughs> Please don't take me back to 2003. And him undercutting every program he was a part of, the, the guy he was feuding with. Yeah. Let me be
1: I clear. Mean, Triple H has been has been very good for WWE when it comes to NXT. But man, when it comes to his career, there are some things. When it comes to his about.
0: programs, he's hideous. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, when people are like, oh, Triple H, when he's in charge, WWE's going to be so good. Not if he's on screen, it ain't. <laughs> Evil Mr. or Levesque. I, I mean, you know, I mean, and he's already got his next feud set up with yeah. Batista.
1: Yeah, that's true. Which I I
0: will say, we haven't talked about it. Batista's comeback, I loved it. I've been oh, waiting for a tremendous segment. for
1: years. Yeah, and, it was
0: excellent. And Triple H sold the line well. Triple H or Batista built the line up beautifully about you, about him. Triple H has done everything for this business, except one thing beat me. It was wonderfully delivered. Triple H sold it wonderfully. Um, but yeah, I mean, Triple H is very good at making the orbit revolve around him. <laughs> All right, well, let's give
1: Triple H some credit here with the Women's Revolution and the Evolution pay-per-view coming up this week. So we did want to... Stephanie
0: did invent women's wrestling. That's well
1: documented. (laughs) We do want to talk about this a little bit. Now, the card seems to be a bit of a mess. They they seem to be having problems with uh, people being healthy of late, although we did just get Sasha Banks back. Um, But now Alexa Bliss reportedly, I think I read, dealing with a concussion. And some question of whether she's even going to be able to go.
0: Yeah, her first yeah. match back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The arm injury, so.
1: I mean, hyping that match, the tag with Alexa and Mickey James against Trish and Lita, obviously. You got the two Hall of Famers coming back. Now, that could be in jeopardy from for all we know.
0: Yeah, uh, they could keep her on. They could keep her. Well, if she has a concussion, they probably can't put her out there at all. They've got a pretty strict protocol for that. Yeah. I mean, you could limit her in a tag match, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we've got the, uh, the Rhonda Nikki stuff, what, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on on that one and, and where you come down on that one. But I do, th- I do think the, the Becky Charlotte feud has been very good. And so you do have that going for it. Uh, I think almost certainly Rousey and Nikki are going to main event. Um, but when it comes to mm. how the stories have been built, I put Charlotte and Becky out there. What, what would you guys put on last?
2: i charlotte and becky for sure just because there's i would say next to like zero percent chance that that's a bad match whereas i have some major concerns about uh ronda and nikki i mean obviously they're probably going to you know really put the time in to make sure everybody looks good like they have been for all of Rhonda's matches but uh i have some pretty major concerns with those two
0: Mm-hmm. um I think Becky and Charlotte will go on last only because I have a very outside the box idea for the show. Okay. Well, you tell. Okay. Go ahead. First off, I think, you know, uh, just an overview of the show. I think there's like kind of this sentiment that the show is the build for this has been a disappointment. Um, Maybe it has in the sense that, you know, I was kind of expecting this to kind of be like the women's divisions WrestleMania. And it clearly isn't. I think, Um, We didn't have a chance to talk last week about the big controversy with the Ronda-Nikki promo. You know, some people... I thought people were out to lunch invoking the slut-shaming. Yeah, I thought it was... I liked it. Yeah, I I I thought thought that too. I thought, again, as far as... Now, if you thought that, you could think whatever you want, okay? But to me, when I was watching that promo, I didn't get that. I was like, this is a... I can't remember the last time actually I had seen a back and forth promo on WWE where it f- you, where it felt like you could actually cut the tension between the two performers. They weren't just reciting these lines that, you know, people on screen who are feuding would say. It felt like legit tension. Yeah. And they are very much building this thing where Ronda is the new face of the women's division, athleticism, Nikki's the dinosaur, Diva, we're promoting athleticism over looks now. So I did not have a problem with all, uh, you know, Meltzer was raving about it in, in The Observer. Um, and I, I was I was with him. And, you know, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm not always with Dave, but I, I was with them. So here's my idea. And keep in mind, this is the podcast where we called Daniel Bryan would return. We said Shawn Michaels was going to return in the tag match. I am less confident in this idea because I am leaning on Meltzer in a report he had about Survivor Series a while back. And granted, he's been barking up this tree for a while about the horsewomen, horsewomen angle, okay? Now, I evoke that, and Justin, Ryan, and everyone listening is probably like, well, how the fuck are you going to do that given the lay of the land? You've got this Charlotte-Becky feud. Hear me out. Okay, Shayna Baszler is going to be on that show, right? And I think she's main roster bound because they're not going to put the title back on her, the NXT women's title. Mm -hmm. Let's say you do Ronda and Nikki in the middle of the show. Charlotte and Becky closes. Charlotte wins the title back, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. Ronda Rousey in the show closing angle comes out to congratulate Charlotte Flair. The rest of the horsewomen come out and are more antagonistic towards Charlotte. Surround her; it's four-on-one situation. Becky Lynch, Charlotte's best, you know, Shayna Baszler's kind of being the most antagonistic. Becky Lynch, former friend of Charlotte, just been beaten, is kind of still around ringside and steps back in for her friend Charlotte. Sasha and Bailey run out. You've got the match set at Survivor Series. I think the crowd would love that. I could see him doing that. Yes. I, I just, to me, like, I think this is, the show is like, you should do a major angle at it. And that's like before they went all in. You know, when the show was first announced, obviously they had not gone all in on this Becky Charlotte thing. And, and that was my idea that they were going to do a horsewoman horsewoman conf- confrontation on the show. Um, the pros of doing that is you have sort of then both satisfied the audience in that Becky will be p- positioned as a strong baby face, and you will then have sharp, but she's not in the way of Charlotte. Which they clearly don't want the promotion. Mm-hmm. Again, I could be completely out to lunch. I mean, we could be talking next week, and that could be the dumbest freaking thing anyone's ever heard on a podcast. No, there, I, I like that idea. Yeah, uh, there
2: quite. there was two or three moments where I wanted to shoot that down, but uh, you really sold me on it, especially because the reason I wanted to shoot it down was because at first I felt like that was just going to kind of torpedo all the momentum they they have with Becky Lynch right now. But uh, um, it does kind of save her there, save her
0: at the end there, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Because here's the thing. Do we think Charlotte's going to win?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, in that circumstance,
0: I think you almost have to do it. Maybe. Cause um, are they going to change a it? Cause what Nikki Bella is not beating Ronda Rousey. We know no, that. No way. But we know no it. Way. Although I, uh, to get to what justice said, I think that match is actually. Yeah. They're going to, there's going to be a lot of, um, Bells and whistles in that match. Certainly, yeah. I, I think that match is going to be actually very good. Nikki Bella, who we all complimented on the show a couple weeks ago, is phenomenal in her role in this feud. With a capital phenomenal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I I think you should do something memorable. I think you should do some kind of story that will make people remember this show. And if it's just a match by match car, I don't know that you'll have that. Um, I think. To do what you're proposing, you have to have the title switch. But then, when you bring Becky in in that situation, she's protected. Uh, I think if they just do a, t- a title switch and that's that, it would be crazy to do yes, that to Becky right now.
0: I agree. I agree. But I think
1: you. in I think in that circumstance, she's protected, and that could well work well
0: work out well, very well. So I guess my yeah. scenario is if you are doing the title change, that's the way to protect Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, there is the situation. where you just have Becky retain and just mm-hmm. keep going on as is. I guess you could do that too. Yeah, no, well, I like that.
1: I was thinking main event wise, like this is the company that usually you know puts the star power in. So you got Ronda yeah. Rousey, she's going in the main event. But if they're going to do something like that, yeah, that should definitely that should definitely main event. And like I said, I think that story they've been telling with Becky and Charlotte is,
0: is heads and shoulders above everything else on the card. Um, Hell, there's so- not a, uh, look. I'll, I'll be I'll be the bad guy here. This Trish Lita thing absolutely reeks. Um, I know that they're both like looked at as like these like all time legends in the women's division. Neither of them would be in the top ten on today's.
1: Well, I'd be i I'd, I'd prefer seeing the singles match that they were originally going to do with Trish and
0: Alexa, which apparently was never the plan. Yeah, and that did was you, never the plan. I, yeah, I did they, see they leaked yeah. it out. And they said, "Oh, it was always going to be a tag match." Um, not only do I think Trish and Lita, well, I, I liked the idea of Alexa and Trish because. I liked the idea of Trish putting over Alexa. Mm-hmm. I don't think I. I think Trish and Lita are winning in Evolution because the reports are that they're staying around. And look, man, I. I, I just kind of said it that I don't think Trish and Lita, you know, even in their primes, to be to be clear, would be top ten today in the women's division. Um, and I think it's also fair. I'm going to take this a step further. I think the two of them could be bottom ten percent in WWE history as far as cutting promos. It is. It is. I mean, we, we criticize. Look, I'm being fair. When, dude, like, the first time it's like, okay, maybe it's jitters. Trish Stratus is, God bless her. She is not good on promos at all. And it is like, a, like it sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, am, am I out to lunch here? Or? Yeah. I not think they've been off. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the promos have been just nothing short of atrocious.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're no Alexa Bliss, that's for
0: sure. Yeah, I mean, Alexa was carrying those segments. Oh, it's yeah. not for her. I mean, and that promo just, last week was bad.
2: I, I just had to turn down our thermostats. These takes are getting so hot. <laughs> I fucking,
0: fucking love Justin Joy <laughs> with all my heart and soul. <laughs> there it is.
2: Um,
0: I just think, I mean, I don't know, man. I just think that they're looked at these all-time greats and – Fuck man, there's ten or fifteen women on this card that are better than that. I mean,
1: it, it's true. Their for their products. time, Fish was great, but uh, and Lita was great, but the way wrestling has evolved in the women's division, it's, it's true most of the women in the division now are above what they no. were doing fifteen years ago. So, do
0: you view this card as a disappointment going in? <sighs> I don't for, know that my
1: expectations were ever like super high, but I don't think it's I'm particularly excited about it.
2: Justin, I was just gonna say it. It's not really the card. It's the build and how it's been overshadowed by Crown Jewel, not only because of all the the uh, uh, negativity about Crown Jewel, but also just the way WWE has been promoting it. I mean, Evolution has been, to me, regarded as an afterthought. Yeah. And, and that's what hurts for me.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Um, I think the two title matches have been built well. I mean, the Ron and Nikki thing has been pretty limited since they did. But from the turn all the way through TV this past week, run Raw this week, I think it's been outstanding. Um, Becky and Charlotte, it's going to be a pretty hot crowd. The battle royal thing is what, you know, is what rubs me the wrong way. Because they promised all these women were going to be this card. I thought, like, they were going to come up with creative ways. You know, like, women were going to get feuds, and it was going to be all about, you know you know, I want to wrestle you on this card. And man, if there isn't a lazier booking idea in the history <laughs> of this industry than just throwing a battle royal on, I don't know what it is, man. Well, yeah. the,
2: the problem is they over, you know, they booked it with the uh, NXT UK yes. women's match and the NXT and well, the I, and May Young. The
0: UK women's isn't even on it, but you're right. The May Young thing in the NXT, you know, there's some people who, you know, that's just, its that's actually lazy booking too. Because it's like, okay, we'll have this match. But like, you know, that stuff is kind of existing in an alternate universe Mm -hmm.
2: but you know having said that I'm more interested in those matches than I would be uh, and this is only because of the size of the women's roster than a bunch of you know random matches that we've probably already seen you know that that
0: is a good point you're right I will agree there
2: and I love a good battle royal I'm fine with it I just I I thought when they announced that I said oh come on
1: well, and you got this, this, the six woman match, Sasha Bailey and Natalia
0: in the riot squad, which is kind of a throwaway situation yeah, as well. Yeah, but that, that's another interesting thing that kind of with that idea that I threw out there. Sasha and Bailey are kind of elevated above the fray, so to speak. They get a win. Okay. That maybe sets them up for involvement in you know, a big scenario later. Again, that idea could be one of the worst, could prove to be one of the stupidest ideas anyone's ever said on a podcast. I don't know. I just threw it out
1: there. <laughs> well, next week, Kyle, you might look like a genius. We'll see. So next week on the show, we'll we'll talk about all the results and uh, preview crown jewel. Go ahead, Kyle. I'm a good looking man. (laughs) Who am I to disagree? Shaking.
0: (laughs) Shaking. (laughs) (laughs) My baby's asleep right now. I just want to laugh so freaking hard. Justin (laughs) Joy invoking shaking. Like I just wanted to like, you know, you, you guys watch Seinfeld. Or, like, I mean, when it was on the air, of course, then reruns. Okay, remember, like, when Kramer was in the cafe and he was trying to get what he thought was Joe DiMaggio's attention and he would smack the table, go, Yep, <laughs> like, I, just, I just wanted to start doing that when he said shaking.
1: I'm just thinking this is where Kyle would throw in the I am howling text message as well. <laughs> yes, I, <am. laughs> I love that. Yes. When Kyle throws in the I am howling, you know you've got him good. Yes, yes.
0: Um, have you guys caught up with the May Young Classic? Um, I'm still a couple episodes behind. I have not. Okay. I thought it was okay. There was, there was a lot of... Um, I thought... You know, it goes back to the Cruiserweight Classic too. The presentation they do on those things is so good. It makes you wonder why they don't do any of that on the uh-huh. main roster. When yep. it's like, okay, here's a match. We're going to... Now, granted, these are newer personalities and you have to introduce them. You just can't throw them on their cold. But... And, you know, I, I tell you, I watch these old primetime wrestlings too. I'm almost through, by the way, every single one on the network. Um, by the way, the World Wrestling Federation coming out of WrestleMania 5 was a fucking on fire. <laughs> we need to do
1: another classic show on Patreon, guys. And let's
0: do it on freaking post WrestleMania 5 <laughs> WWF.
1: You guys want to hear us review retro wrestling? We've done a couple episodes. Uh, Patreon.com slash top rope nation. Yeah. Join up. You can suggest a show for us to do.
0: Yeah. But I was just saying, it was all about like just getting the personalities over and stuff. And it's like, ugh, God, they don't, you know, yeah. they, I guess they kind of try, but you know, those, those interviews they did for like the World Cup and the Battle Royal on TV this week were not
2: good. That, that was cheesy.
0: They were yeah. so scripted. Oh,
1: yeah, I do need to catch up on May Young. We got the uh, NXT UK show that launched nas- last week. There's just so much wrestling, so little time. So plus all the other federations out there putting on great stuff. Whether it's Progress, you know, New Japan, Ring
0: of Honor. You did guys, you and did, did you guys see that Walter Jordan Devlin match? I I, I did watch that.
2: That was yes, tremendous. That was amazing. <laughs> Everybody go out and watch it. What it's it's a uh, Wrestle Rama. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think the show was WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Ott, um, and apparently the match that Walter just had with uh, Will Osprey was even better. I've not gotten a chance to see that yet, but you know, they had, uh, like, reports that it was four and three quarter stars, five stars. So, well, if I
1: wasn't busy over the next couple of days, Justin, yes. I see Walter's going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, on Saturday. We could have checked that out, but uh, we did see him down in New Orleans last April. So, all right, guys. On that note going to take this one home we will be back with crown jewel previewing uh the show or talking the news about it being moved hopefully yeah. we'll, we'll see we'll talk all the latest in pro wrestling next week uh fallout from evolution and all of that so again if you're on youtube right now hit that subscribe button below uh give this video a like let us know what you thought uh, hit that alert button so every time we upload a new video you'll know what's up and if you're on the podcasting platforms subscribe rate topropenation.com. Check you guys next week. Have a great weekend.